Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the podcast. We have the most beautiful guests I could ever have possibly asked for. We have one who's very active right now, and he knows he's the star of the show. He's been on my wall since day one. Oh, oh, and he's going to sit in He's got a lot to say today. And then, of course, my number one guest that I wanted on the podcast since day one, since inception, since before inception. Because we all look up to you and admire you so much for all the things that you do in the industry. And I'm excited to talk to you today. Let's do Our dearest old friend, Silva Sivs. Sivs. Yeah. Many, many years. It goes all the way back. All right. Let's go all the way back. Okay. Real back time. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. What is your first memory that you fell in love with music? Um, I would like to say kindergarten, but I don't actually remember. <laughs> like, I feel like that's my back. I first got into it. Yeah. But like a really solid memory I have is like, like probably the number one thing that got me into music was The Lion King because it was soundtrack to that mm-hmm. movie. Legendary. Iconic. Yeah. And when I was five, I was like obsessed with it. And I would like, you know, put the, what, what do you call it? The the set yeah what did you what did we call them back cds no no like the it sound? was like the no no like the movie oh the vhs <laughs> tape that's the set yeah, yeah, yeah the vhs tape yeah we're not dating ourselves yeah uh, video to the video cassette yeah um Ooh, yeah i haven't said those two words i know i couldn't yeah. even find the word. I was like, what do you call the thing oh my yeah. gosh i literally saw a video where it's like oh this is how you put the cassette tape back in the cassette i was like oh no i need to skip over that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so back in those days yeah. um today yeah, I just, I loved The Lion King and I would like watch it and like sing and like dance. And I was like, the music, and it still gets me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the movie would finish and then I'd be like, again. <laughs> <laughs> so I just yeah. did that over and over and over. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was obsessed from probably then. Yeah. From then. Yeah. yeah. Probably younger too, but like memory wise, like that is like, if I think of like what got me into music was The Lion King. And then after that, did you ever go into music yourself or music classes, playing any instruments? Yeah, I did a lot. So growing up, I played piano, guitar, electric guitar, drums, Attempted to sing, wasn't very good. Um, but I wrote lyrics and uh, I was in a band. Ooh, I was in a little How'd band. that go? We played one show. <laughs> Congratulations, Battle of the Bands. It was, it was like a talent show for my school. Oh, actually, there were a couple. There were a couple. Oh. One, one with the band and one yeah. like like other performances, mm-hmm. like me right. playing guitar and something or drums and something else or piano and something else. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I always wanted to be like in a band, like touring the world. And I grew up like obsessed with like boy bands at the time, you know, like uh, as like, we all do. <laughs> or, yeah, like yeah, that's what that. I just want to be in a boy band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. I want to be in a boy band. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> and now, was that here or was that somewhere else? Where did that you... was in Jordan? I grew, you grew up, up in Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, when about did you move to Vancouver? Uh, so I moved when I was eighteen to okay. go to UBC. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I came here all by myself. Like my dad came along and dropped me off and was like, "All right, off you go." Yeah, good luck again. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. So yeah. all the way through high school, then you're in the bands, practicing all your music. You get here, and then I did nothing. 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 You dropped it all. Yeah. What were you in school for? Where'd you go to school uh, for? So I went to UBC for marketing. I did a major in marketing and a minor in psychology. 
and yeah i got to university and like i wasn't like i brought my guitar all the way from jordan and then never touched it like mm. i literally just sold it like two months ago oh wow oh my goodness dust for like i'm not gonna say how many yeah. years <laughs> yeah um but yeah i just like i stopped doing anything and i was just like you know getting into like student life and stuff but i was always listening to like mixes mm-hmm. and um i think at the time i was really into dead mouse so I was always like listening to stuff and then I started to like go out and one thing led to another. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. That's kind of where we all met too. Yeah. I feel like is going out in the nightlife scene and DJing and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, my first memory of DJing, of you DJing is a little bit later on, but you were actually kind of more involved in the scene than people realize. Were you doing um, promoting or anything like that? Yeah. You so like um, the way that it happened was I, I just I just loved music and then like one day somebody told me like oh if you like house music you should go to ginger 62 mm-hmm. <laughs> rest in peace ginger yeah <laughs> don't remind me it was like the most legendary yeah, legendary um, always yeah um so i would go there and then like i was just like the person always gathering people together and bringing them out and every weekend i would go there with like 20 30 friends like putting them on guest lists like just organizing a pre at my house and stuff and then we went from there to like gourd um and i was doing that for a long time before ginger clued in and was like hey you know like you can get paid for this like yeah you know, i could be a promoter wait a second what <laughs> I know. i'm like oh this is a job this for free the entire time um, i know i know we residuals and- for back of it or what know, right <laughs> yeah so so yeah they eventually were like oh like you can work for us and we pay you per head that you bring or whatever and i was like sweet so then i was like a promoter um but that was towards the end of ginger mm-hmm. um so sadly it ended up closing like a few months after that but yeah at that point i had met everybody like i met all the like resident djs and like other promoters just like the regulars that would go out and stuff mm-hmm. um so I didn't really think anything of it. Like, I had no goals to, like, become a DJ or anything. But then I met Gellert through Ginger62 and Gore. Right. And then when we became friends, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, like, do you want me to teach you? Yeah. And I was like, okay, sure. And, like, the whole thing was, like, a spaceship. No. And I, I, don't know, I don't know about this. So pretty Very technical. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but I love music. Yeah. Um, And when he taught me... I was just like, oh my god! I feel like I've known this my whole life. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So for anybody that doesn't know, just a little bit of context: Gellert is Nightcraft. We just oh, right. podcast. Yeah, yeah we well, last then, no the week before his guest two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then um, we also always talk about Gorgamish. Yeah, and how iconic that is. And for anybody who hasn't been there, the actual decks kind of look like a spaceship. Yeah, right? yeah, they, they do. do. They awesome. do. Yeah, they're they're really like up cool. here, and you got to yeah. mix her here, and it yeah. kind of looks like the the cockpit of something. Yeah, yeah very much yeah. so. Yeah. Same at yeah. Ginger too. Like kind of, yeah. Kind they of were kind of elevated. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just the way they do them. I really like that design, though. To be honest, yeah. like that design rather than yeah, well, it's good there. Then, especially it's after three hours. Yeah. It's no wonder you so many neck problems. I know, right? So that was very cool. So you met Geller and di- you met everybody else just being out and about in the nightlife scene. You really, well, you arrived here and you had no connections to anyone. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, like I had all my friends from like UBC student life and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I actually moved from Vancouver to Kelowna to go to UBC Okanagan. Mm-hmm. Then I was coming back here in the summers and 
pretty much every weekend to escape Kelowna because yeah. it wasn't my vibe. So, no. <laughs> so I still had friends here yeah, and I was Kelowna. making new friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so many people in my life now I just met out. They were just regulars going to the same two clubs I would go to every oh, weekend. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. we kind of yeah. the same vein. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was at the same time, like when I was living with Kyle back in the day, I was, we were promoting for Blueprint. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but we'd go to Ginger all the time. And, yeah. You know, I mean, we knew all the same people. You'd come, you'd be at our place like once a week, it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> there was a phase there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we were going hard <laughs> yeah. those days. Yeah. Hard. Like, I feel like I go yeah. out about as much now, but. But not we're like, doing like all weekend, no sleep. All like, boundaries, yeah, just, just constantly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a pretty heavy after hours, scene. after party of the after hours. Then we're like, oh, oh let's all go for brunch. We're not. <laughs> we haven't slept yet. Let's all go for brunch. Oh, I right? guess there's something going on tonight. We'll do that too. Yeah, and then I would text yeah, somebody, okay, where's the brunch spot for today? And we all go out. The yeah. rest of us just causing spots. a ruckus everywhere we went. Oh my gosh, yeah. some fun times for sure. Yeah, yeah, very much so. That's very interesting. Okay, so we're walking down the timeline here. So we've gotten established within Ginger. You're getting your first DJ lessons with Gellert. How are that going? Like, what kind of things were you kind of realizing at the time in terms of like equipment or um, how it made you feel or just like your, what do you remember about your first couple months of learning? I just remember him teaching me and it blew my mind realizing that songs were structured to mix into one another mm -hmm. like the intro and the outro and then mm -hmm. like if you cue it up here it'll automatically blend here and i was like get out oh my god like that's so cool yeah um, and i also felt like like i always had the ear for it obviously i had that like the musical, musical background. background but then like mm -hmm. when i would be partying at ginger um I would always like hear the next song the DJ was mixing in from mm -hmm. the first element that I would hear yep. the next song. And yeah. I would say to my friend, I was asked like, oh my God, it's this song. And they'd yeah. be like, I don't hear it. Yeah, hear I, it I, used, I do that yeah. all the time, yeah. Like, yeah. even oh. way before, yeah, way yeah, before. Yeah. It's the worst. I'd be, like, I'd be halfway through the track and I hear him like teasing the uh, yeah. two, two beats. I'm like, oh, I know, it's, I know what's coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. 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 DJ, learn how to do it. All of a sudden your whole world opens up. And you're well, like, yeah. I've been doing this since like, yeah, since I first started partying. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I was doing too. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize like Even when I used to go to like clubs and listen to hip hop and stuff, mm -hmm. like I could hear them teasing it in and like Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I love that shit. Like when a, when a DJ's like you're not even they're not even gonna bring in the track yet, they're just kind of giving you a little taste. Yeah. Yeah. Give you a little yeah. taste yeah. and you're like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like a yeah. two minutes later it's coming, yes, yes. <laughs> That's one of my favorite games going out yeah. when I was younger. Even yeah. now, like, I'll be like, oh, everybody do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you had it, who would like beat each other to be like, oh, it's a song. No, it's a song. Yeah. And yeah. that other song comes in. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I was way off too. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, never mind. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, like, some songs are pretty similar. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or your brain just. Or they'll tease you. you. They'll like bring in one song and bring in another song. Like, yeah. Catch out. Yeah. 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 That's fun though. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're kind of like learning all those little skills yeah that djs use but i mean like i i felt like i was like oh like this makes sense mm -hmm. for me to learn because i was picking up on these things mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. but when he was teaching me i just i had so much to learn like you know like yeah for, for months i just mi mixed with sync and was terrified yeah. to beat match and then i had to brave beat matching <laughs> sometimes i'm yeah. still really bad at it yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's okay yeah 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 that happens to everybody yeah, yeah. Very cool. Okay, and then you're kind of walking along through the journey. What is your first, do you remember your first gig? 
Yeah. And how did that feel? Okay, that was my first gig ever. Mm -hmm. It was a house party. Tell me everything. Okay. Well, and, then, me... and then there was a first gig, first club gig. For sure, yeah. So you go, you're, you're ready yeah. to go, you're brushing your teeth. Like, that's the detail I'm looking for here. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, here's the thing about me. Short-term memory, I got you. Yeah. Long-term, don't know. All right. If you're like, remember that day when we were here and we did this and somebody's cousin came? And I'm like, no. Not at all. Not a thing. Not, Not at all. But, but I, I just remember one important thing, which was... Um, so it was like a, a group of friends of mine and they had like a, they, they're still going actually. They had like a promotions crew called Safe as Fuck mm -hmm. and they threw like these legendary house parties and everyone would like DJ, you know, Alex May. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she used to play with them and Oh Me and like that whole crew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I had been going to these house parties a lot and then they had one coming up and someone said to me like, oh, you should DJ, you know, at the next one. And I was like, totally like, Oh, I really want to, but I'm not ready. You know? yeah. I'm, not, I'm not ready at all. And how long have you have you been learning? Couldn't tell you. Okay. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> like, okay. I don't know. A few weeks, few months. I, yeah. I don't know. But I didn't Very feel. Short I didn't feel ready for it. Mm -hmm. And it was Thomas Stunden, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Stun's brother. Yeah. Okay. And he was like, "You got it. You're fine. Just play." Yeah. I think I'd even brought all my equipment there, and then I was chickening out, and I was like, "Oh no." I can go on after this person or you know whatever yeah uh, so he gave me that push that I needed and then I played and I did really well actually and people loved it yeah. and I was like okay yeah I, could, I mm -hmm. can do this so a house party yeah. was like a good yep. intro yeah, right I think there. and it was like the first time anyone had seen me play other than like you know at my house at your house yeah, yeah. 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 So, definitely so I'm really glad he gave me that push right. because yeah. well, someone would have at some point but like Absolutely. I remember that meaning a lot yeah. I was like thank you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just need that little push to get out the door yeah. you know yeah. you do have the skills you do have all the tracks you have the love for it but then that little bit of stage nerves kind of kick yeah. in. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're this newcomer and there's these DJs who've been playing forever and they're like smashing it on the deck so you're like <laughs> yeah i need to go up there now yeah so, and i did them. <laughs> you did it that's amazing okay so that was your first like real life in real yeah. life experience yeah and then after that what was your next what excuse me coffee maker <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about uh sleepy sibs over here i was definitely making coffee for her <laughs> sorry no worries yeah so okay so then you what was your next kind of like in real life gig that you can remember my first gig was in um that small room in fortune mm, led what is yeah. it called oh no, i know what you're talking about it's like it's the middle room whatever oh no the, the oh the secret the, back, the little the secret back, back room. room yeah not the middle ground no 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 yeah now i know what talking about there's like the like, oh, you have to go okay. in a special door there's like bench there or something or yeah yeah yes. yeah yeah i yeah. don't know what it's called it called. had a name this is mm -hmm. years oh my god it's so long yeah i don't know if i ever it's went still there yeah yeah no i know I'm it's still there no, no, just, yeah, yeah. but i haven't been there in so long yeah yeah me too yeah. actually i, I went to yeah. same fortune yeah um but it was there so it was yeah. the side room at fortune yeah. and again it was other people that i met that wanted to take a chance on me and um and i had all my friends come out obviously which is a great look it's like a new dj coming from a promoter background like yeah pack the room mm -hmm. amazing you know? yeah so um that that was great because I got to play a small room. It was packed, full of my friends, and my first club gig got paid. Yay! We're getting money for this. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like my like intros were like you know mm -hmm. baby steps. 
mm-hmm. the right pacing kind of yeah thing. exactly i wasn't just thrown on stage at like celebrity some big thing yeah, yeah no <laughs> sometimes that can be a little nerve-wracking yeah i'm sure cool that's good and then okay so what was the next kind of come oh, to really? me come to me come sit come come and hang out with us with baby yeah <laughs> this is kobe this is kobe Everyone say hello. Hi, hello. He's the famous one around here. Okay, you chill now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we sit. And, um, okay, so what is your next kind of, uh, like, big, not big, I wouldn't say milestone, milestone, but, like, kind of the next thing that you remember about your early years of DJing? I think, like, getting to open for a headliner. Mm -hmm. I think Baker Matt was one of the first ones Mm -hmm. that came to town. And, like, I think I was working with, like, Twisted. I think it was Twisted Uh at the time. And like being like, oh my god, I get to open for like, and I love Baker Matt. Like, yeah. I, like at the time, like that was my my shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, once I you know I moved from like house parties and like gigs with like you know other local DJs, and it was like, oh now I get to open for a headliner. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, sweet. And then from there, like I it just got better and better because you know you open for a few months and then you get your first direct support gig. Mm-hmm. For me, that was uh, opening for uh, Dusky. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the Booker being like, I didn't even know the term for like playing right before the DJ. He was like, okay. I'm, I'm booking you direct. Can you handle it? And I'm like, What does direct mean? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Yeah. yeah. Like direct support. I'm like, Mean. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I play right before them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was huge for me because it was SLM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like big crowd for me. And I put so much work into that set, like, mm. you know, kind of studying like what they play and trying to like build mm-hmm. a perfect warm up set. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so nervous for it. I remember like I finished my set and got really drunk and had to the next yeah. morning i just remember waking up being like did i do good did i do good <laughs> did did I play it? okay and everyone was like killed it you threw up outside of celebs it's fine we got you all i don't know how many in celebs perfect yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i was just so nervous like oh, you know, yeah. i got it done and i was yeah. like Time to go. Time. <laughs> I remember back in the day, and we can skirt over this if you want to, but I remember you putting on your stories like tornado sieves. Like you always had a, such a fun time going to parties yeah, and shows yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm way tamer now. Way tamer. Tornado yeah. sieves still comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I'm getting old, you know. <laughs> so it's more like. Yeah. yeah. Target yeah. tornado. Definitely. Yes. Priorities change, you yeah. know, over the years. Special occasions, tornado sips is there. We're out there. Yeah, like, you're the younger, your recovery around. time is like, oh, I could get away with it. I sneeze. You sneeze and you feel better. Now it's like, I need therapy oh. and <laughs> a doctor. Physio and... Chiropractic. Chiropractor, number one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, all of us do now. Well, that sounds so much fun. Okay, that is like a very, very perfect sounding transition into kind of direct support. Were you ever having like doubts at the time or like, where at that time do you remember what your goals are no i mean i feel like things were just happening for me so naturally like mm-hmm. i i i can't say i was like oh i want to be here here and here like yeah i had general like dreams i guess but like i mm-hmm. i didn't have time to process mm-hmm. it was kind yeah. of just happening and it's like oh you're booked for this now okay cool are you doing this now okay cool and then you start to become in the know of like who's coming to town, right? Mm. Yeah, I remember like I used to love 
like Shiba-san when I got into mm-hmm. Tech House. Oh, I heard Shiba-san was coming. I'm like, oh, well, I want that one. And they start to yeah. get competitive and like, mm-hmm. you know, try to like get all those those gigs. Um, but w- I, I guess eventually one of the goals that I had was playing Shambhala mm-hmm. and playing the Pagoda, which now I've done twice. Nice. So yeah. that is yeah. so yeah, I, rem- I, remember, I remember that kind of becoming a goal, but yeah. like, I more heard the story being told back to me mm-hmm. through Gellert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like, I remember being with you and you saying, like, next time I come to Shambhala, I'm going to be playing. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. Again, see, long-term memory, I don't <laughs> yeah. remember. And he was like, no, yeah. you said this. And I was like, oh, okay, it worked yeah, out. It Again, did. It's just like yeah. Happening. I remember there was yeah. definitely a point where you were, like, early in it. You're like, you know what? I'm really going to take this seriously. Like, yeah. You're like, you know what? Like, I'm going to stay at home and study this and learn production and do these yeah, things, yeah yeah you know kind of early on and and i think things really started to ratchet up from there you know you yeah. start headlining and touring and things like that like pretty much a year later yeah um and i can't remember exactly when this was but i remember yeah. like you know we were talking and you were also on social media you're posting like look at me i'm doing this and all this mm-hmm. stuff and you're like every day is like i'm putting in these hours and you were doing your job and your other job and this it's still and, exactly yeah, the same exactly. <laughs> yeah exchange yeah. is exactly yeah, exactly, yeah. and you know but i mean the results speak for themselves right you know Absolutely. you're on a upward trajectory and it's still going that way so mm-hmm. you know mad respect God, right yeah. yeah you know it shows you that work dedication yeah. really yeah. does something you know i mean it pays off um, like i think a lot of people get into it just for fun or for the partying and stuff but like i can't imagine doing anything else like i still work part-time job and i'm, I'm a writer and i love doing that um but mm-hmm. like why wouldn't i give it a thousand percent 110 yeah we're in 10 that's yeah. a civs meme for sure yeah 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 <laughs> That was even before DJing, like no, it was, about, it was it actually. It was right. like yeah, it was we'd be like before. yeah, we're gonna give 110. 110 tonight, 110, 110, 110, 110, 110. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's you. Yeah. Then I played camping 4.0, and yeah. I had a tone mm. that's yeah. just giving her 110. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is so funny. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. still giving her 110. Yeah, it's music. Still her 110. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that like, feels like 10 years ago. It was. It was. <laughs> a decade ago, not to date her, but world. It is so true. Hey, holy yeah, fuck, that flew by. That was literally ten years ago. Yeah, that's how we all met, kind of, pretty much. I don't yeah, remember yeah. meeting either of you again. Long yeah, time. I can't. I can't no, say no. specifically when. No, I, there's yeah. people no. in my life that I'm like, can you tell me? I have no memories from then because you were just suddenly in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know yeah. I met you through like Kyle and Co, but I don't even know yeah. how I met Kyle. Not Kyle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're how just like all I never. I mean, the thing is, is like we were always, you know, that's the same circle. We're going to Ginger, we're going to Celebrity, we're yeah, going to this aura, mm-hmm. we're going to whatever this yeah. place we're going to, Gorg. Yeah, you know, like we're gonna run into each other. Yeah, all the time. So. Eventually, we're always out. And as social yeah. people, you're not gonna be like. I'm never talking to this person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, crazy to me how I, like, yeah. I don't remember introductions. No, I don't. No. Know. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you the specific time. No. I, I know only know a couple of people. Like, I remember meeting Kyle back in the day, and he, I was on the dance floor, and Ty had gone off, my ex-boyfriend had gone off to get a drink, and then he approached, Kyle approached me, and he was like, do you want to come back to our table? And I was like, yes, of course. And then was I was like, that what, at venue, was it? That was at Celebrities. Oh, at Celebrities. You guys had won a Tuesday night. Oh, it was Something like that. Something. No, the, the Tuesday would have been. Tuesday would have been just like the the, the rant. Yeah, the student night. Yeah, and I was like, oh, can I bring my boyfriend? They end up knowing each other. Yeah, that's yeah. the only person I really remember. Yeah, uh, meeting. 
we probably wouldn't have the same day then. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, moving along. Do you remember your kind of first like, wow, I kind of made it. Wow. Okay, this is happening for me. That's a very good question. I'm trying to think. Like, probably... I'm trying to think what, like, first major festival I was booked for. Because if I can interject... Base Coast. Base, base Coast. Thinking, I'm thinking yeah. Base yeah. Coast. Before that, I was already pretty accomplished, too. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I was playing things like Electric Love, mm-hmm. and I was playing direct support, like... Pretty much every weekend. Yeah. Every weekend. Yeah. Playing at Gorg, actually, my first Gorg booking was a big one for me. Yeah. But I used yeah. to go there all yeah. the time mm-hmm. when they had the cage and the strip yeah. pole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would dance in the cage. Yeah. Like, he kept oh, I was yeah, Gorg the cage. star. Yeah. You were an establishment there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was called the Energizer Bunny back mm-hmm. when I was. Yeah. Oh, the irony. <laughs> <laughs> Or, both, or all in our PJs here. Yeah, yeah. this makes sense. Yeah, yeah I remember, like, um, I guess it was Deep Down Inside or MIA did a takeover at uh, mm-hmm. at Gorg, and, and I had my first, like, booking there, and I was like, oh, my God, I get to play with, like, all these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm trying to think what my first, like, major festival was. But, like, it was definitely before Base Coast. Mm-hmm. I was playing yeah. a bunch of smaller ones. Yeah. But Base yeah. Coast, I felt like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the big leagues. Definitely. <laughs> I think yeah. that's where we connected. You did a, uh, actually a contest, and you won a spot at Base Coast, if I'm not remembering. No, no, no. 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 With LED? You did oh, and that was Electric Love. That was Electric so Love. So I won, okay. I won that contest. I feel like after that, for me, is when you popped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm. I remember watching your set being like, Damn, I don't think I actually knew you because I just turned 19. Oh, I remember that contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half Bay Citizens were running it. And yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I just turned 19, right. yeah. and then you're playing, and everybody's like, "Oh, that sieves, that sieves, that sieves," <laughs> and then and then you played and you won the spot. Yeah, I yeah, like that. So yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. like boop, boop, boop for me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's fun. So now you've played a couple of festivals, no big deal, Base Coast, <laughs> Shambhala, and now you're starting to tour too. Can you talk me through like what the process was in terms of getting those touring dates and how you kind of decide to expand or people are reaching out to you or like how did yeah, that all come about? Yeah, out to me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I got to the point of like headlining kind of local stuff and like getting the main slot or like your name's a little bigger on the poster or like, you know, mm-hmm. doing that in Vancouver. And then the more of these festivals you play, mm-hmm. um, the more you meet people from like Alberta and like their whole music scene and all their like local DJs and their promoters and stuff. And then it becomes mm-hmm. really easy to just be like, oh, I'm going to pop over from BC to like Alberta or like, mm-hmm. you know, like Winnipeg or like wherever. Mm-hmm. And they love having talent from, you know, okay. from, outside of theirs yeah yeah exactly um so i just started getting offers like the the bigger i got like people Mm -hmm. sliding into dms or whatever um like asking me to go play and sometimes it would be like direct support but somewhere else Mm -hmm. and i always you know just jumped on the opportunity even if i wasn't making like a lot of money i'm like okay i'm gonna go put my name in that market Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go i'm gonna have a good time i'm gonna meet people Mm -hmm. and then yeah, the more you do, the more like every gig leads to another gig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, definitely yeah. science. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah. So, yeah, I just started getting requests. Like I don't know how how long I've been touring yeah. now. Two, two, two years, two three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, since COVID, kind of, right? 
Yeah, but I was even doing stuff mm-hmm. like before before, before that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But like just like the the level I'm doing mm-hmm. that is is getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which is great. Yeah. And then you've also <laughs> Yeah, that would be good. Going more even more international. Can you do that? Could you potentially go play in Europe? And you can, yeah. It it, it depends on each uh, country. Like I have my British passport, so I could go play in the in the UK easily. I have played in Croatia. Mm-hmm. Bugged mm-hmm. me about that. Yeah, um, the states cool. is the one that's pretty strict. But yeah, I really got yeah. that sorted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Someone is trying to steal my blanket. Blanket monster. He definitely wants his blanket with itself. He did Sorry. just fart. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell what <laughs> on the you street can't tell they're suffocating. Yeah, could be extra for this like on Twitch. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh, That's why he wants oh, a blanket? Oh, 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 Nancy. Okay. All right. Okay, let's. Yeah. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving through that little whiff. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, all right. <laughs> So you've got a manager, yeah, right? And um, how has that changed your like kind of the business aspect of the DJing for you? Oh, it's it's, yeah, it's nice to yeah, because like, like you know you're not just DJing like you're not just showing up and, like you know with music on a USB like you're running a whole business and like branding yourself and like mm-hmm. making sure you're getting paid and like. It's sales too, you know, you have to like be able to like run your own business and like represent yourself and like put a brand forward and market yourself. And that takes so much of my time, mm-hmm. most of my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Prepping for gigs is like this much time and then <laughs> saying is never enough. And then like everything else that I deal with like mm-hmm. week to week, it's just like endless. Mm-hmm. So it's been great having a manager to just like, he's like, hey, go talk to this person, you know, mm-hmm. um, and also not have promoters come to me directly for like negotiations and stuff he's been like helping me with my bookings even though he's not technically an agent but everybody thinks that he is <laughs> yeah we keep hitting him up being like oh like you know i'm yeah. looking for an agent he's like that's not really what i do but yeah. like yeah i was with an agency and left and now he's mm. he's doing that work for me so it's really mm. nice to just be like you want to book me talk to him great yeah and he sorts it out mm-hmm. um but just having someone else's like eyes on the business was like really helpful too because for sure. it's been me for so long. So yeah, now, like on any given day, like a bunch of things come up and I'm like, oh, deal with this. I'll deal with this. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. just like kind of delegating and mm-hmm. yeah, it's really good to have mm-hmm. like, a road team. Yeah, shout out Mika. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doing great. But in terms of doing more than just a business, you started something called Beginnings a mm-hmm. long time ago. And kind of what was that for you? And how did that contribute to like your your business and your your success as DJ now yeah. too? Yeah, it helped so much. Honestly, it was just like a passion mm-hmm. project. So like, you know, I started DJing and I was doing really well. And I had a knack for like getting in places and getting those bookings everyone wants and like getting booked at the biggest venues in town and like getting, you know, to open for, you know, headliners and stuff. And there's so many DJs everywhere, not just in the city. And I was feeling the pain of people who just didn't know how to start mm-hmm. or like how to get a gig or no one would take a chance on them or they didn't have the following or they, they just like just lost and have this passion for music. And obviously, once I got in with all these different promoter groups and stuff, you start to see like 
you know, scene politics and like, mm-hmm. it's who you know and like all that kind of stuff. Yep. I just, I wanted to make it better and I wanted to make gigs more accessible for people who just didn't know where to start. Yeah. Or have talent and like, you know, because mm-hmm. like you said, the exactly. DJing is one thing and the business is the other thing and you can be great at one and terrible at the other. Yes. So and, many people just yeah. don't know, don't know the first yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Um, and I always found I was very like proactive with like just selling myself, like going out and supporting nights I wanted to be a part of. Not even like asking for anything, but just like being there. And then when an opportunity would come around, people would be like, oh, we know her. She comes to our events. Let's give her a shot. So I was like, how do I, how do I teach all of this to people Mm -hmm. who don't know? Mm -hmm. And how do I get them opportunities? So I joined up with um, Angelo Palehawk and we started this thing called Beginnings. And the whole idea was that like every month you just like submit a form with your music, why you want to play, and then, like, mm-hmm. have you ever played a club before? Give us some background info. And then we would just yeah. try and, like, choose people um, that we wanted to give a shot to. And, like, it was all mm-hmm. different genres. We had, like, veterans who would, like, done really well in other countries, like, in the UK and stuff, and then, like, come to Vancouver and just, like, don't know where to start, but they have experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't have the connections. Right. And then you had someone who's never played their first gig yet so we want to give them their chance so we were just trying to like balance things a little bit more and then we threw like a monthly event and gave people opportunities but of course like we got so many submissions it was like it was hard to book everyone yeah but the people that we did book um so many of them like you know continued on and done so well like that's Mm -hmm. how i met like i think uh henry and jd yeah um and so many other people. That yeah, we, we and Henry and Nick JD now have initiative. Yeah, they've done their own events. They're yeah. playing at Base Coast. Yeah, you know. and they always tell yeah. me like initiative was inspired, like p- pieces of it was inspired by beginnings and seeing mm-hmm. how we ran that. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't just like also you know like getting helping people get gigs, but I was trying to like teach people too. I did some writing about it. Um. I did. Then I got invited to speak at Groundwork mm-hmm. as one of the guest speakers there just kind of like sharing my successes with like getting book places so i was just i, yeah, I was just trying to teach people and help yeah, people and mm-hmm. um yeah it was a great project and then eventually i found that i was doing a lot for other people and not enough for myself mm-hmm. um and i started to like rethink my goals and i was like do i want to be like this person or do i want to be like a producer who like spends time in the studio to make tracks and take my career further to tour yeah, I made the decision to like give that up um, and to just focus on producing. But like mm-hmm. till this day, so many people thank me for a beginning. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. I'm always saying if you have like an idea like like this, you know, mm-hmm. just do yeah. it. And yeah. yeah. You make amazing connections. Definitely. Yeah. There's always a ways to give back to the community and not necessarily just showing up and being there. Yeah. And like promoting online, social media, starting something like this, starting beginnings. You know, there's so many different aspects to what we do. Yeah. It's not just about the music. Yeah. And that's what it's centered and focused around. Yeah. yeah. But then there's so many other business and that's not. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So like I just say if you have an idea, like just start. Mm-hmm. You never know what it'll turn into. Yeah. yeah. Always go for it. Yeah. That segues really nicely into producing. Yeah. So exciting. You've got <clears throat> 1,400 followers on Spotify, 7,500 monthly listeners, 38 tracks on B Core, and 
13, I think. Thanks for doing the math for me. On, I never would have checked. <laughs> <laughs> on Spotify. So you, madame, are accomplished. And <laughs> let's go back to your very first one. So I listened through your discography today. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about producing. Okay. So, where, so obviously you loved music for a long, long time. Putting together your first track, how was that? Do you remember? Oh, awful. Yes. <laughs> so awful. Um, I, yeah. it didn't, it wasn't like, I see some producers today like start learning and they like figure it out really quick or like, no. I, I, I don't know. They're doing it way better than I did it. Like <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, I first started learning on Cubase. My friend, uh, Jeff, who goes by, I know karate. Okay. Was teaching me. And, um, Cubase is like a super old program. A lot of people still use it, but like mm -hmm. productions come a long way. Most people are now on like Ableton or Logic and, yeah. um, like, so Jeff was teaching me like the fundamentals, but I would just sit there and watch him and have really like, yeah. no, no idea what was going yeah. on. He's teaching you Chinese in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like. Just everything's upside down and backwards. Yeah, right? yeah. Just like, yeah. Just, like just trying to follow yeah. and like just the terminology. Like I didn't know what a kick was and how a kick was different to a bass. I just uh -huh. thought like the bass was, I thought the kick was the bass. Like I did, you yeah. know, I didn't know the different elements of a track or what a hat is or like nothing, nothing. Yeah. Um. So he taught me for a while and like he helped me like, I, I think I finished my first song with him. I don't really remember now. Um. Mm -hmm. but i just remember like i stopped and started many times because mm -hmm. i was like i just don't fuck with this like i just mm -hmm. don't know if i get it it's too technical um eventually i decided you know what um maybe it's the program that's not working for me and maybe i need to try ableton that everyone's mm -hmm. talking about so i did like yeah. this intro to ableton course free one online uh on coursera mm -hmm. okay and I like got going with that and I got like my free Ableton trial and then I started asking people who use Ableton to teach me and mm. so something about the program worked better for me and I was like, okay, bye. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stick with this one. <laughs> but even then, like it was such a hustle and I don't even remember who helped me finish my my very first track it was a number of different people you know like someone yeah. would sit down with me and teach me one thing and then i'd save the project file and then get stuck on something else again like yeah. somebody else and be like how do i make it like this and they show me a different way to do something so like yeah my first track like just took like forever yeah forever um, fair enough but people were stoked when i was putting out music and i was yeah. like okay yeah, it's got to start again. Keep going start somewhere. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I remember it just, it's, it, it just sounds exactly like when I was doing photography, starting to do it more seriously. And then, you know, I put out a photo and I edit it and I was like, ah, I don't know if I like it. And people were like falling over themselves over it. And I'm like, I think it's pretty bad, to be honest. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, and I just keep doing it, keep doing it. Just and so you just slowly get better and yeah. better, and better. And like now I look at stuff from back then. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just what I learned a lot of things. Let's tell them. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you put a photo that I did 15 years ago next to one today, you'd think it was a completely different person. <laughs> I mean, you got to start yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But isn't, that, isn't that awesome? Isn't that really great when you, you yeah. go back to yeah. the projects and you're like, <gasps> like it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of like, oh my God. Yeah. Also, yeah. it's like, I've come a long way. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you can't one. be good at something immediately unless you're, <laughs> yeah, you know, a prodigy at prodigy, it. Yeah. yeah, obviously, prodigy was the DJing, producing was the one that you kind of had to work at. Does yeah. that sound accurate? Yeah, I mean, so many different people helped me. 
Uh-huh. And I gave up many times, like mm-hmm. yeah. many, many, many times. I still yeah. feel like giving up. With production. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Um, But luckily, like everyone in this community is just like so helpful and everyone wants to help everyone out and everyone's like happy to give you like sample packs for free or sit down with you for a couple hours and show you something. I found that people were just genuinely like wanted to help. So, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was really lucky that way. Yeah, Yeah. that's really good. I feel like, yeah, that's so true. So many people. Ooh, okay. While we're waiting, what was a question from the audience? Sarah Juhlvinder, when did you decide a manager agent was right for you? Um, just when the volume of work was just like so much, like I said, like, um, you shouldn't get a manager until they have, until you have things you need them to manage that you can't do on your, your own anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but like things kind of like, again, happen naturally. Like, uh, uh, AAA was my first agency and they like approached me because they were starting up the agency Actually, I wasn't in the first round of artists that they were working with, but they came to me eventually, and I was like, cool, yeah, I could use an agent. I get lots of requests. Cool, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mika actually approached me as well, mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, oh, you know, are you looking for management? And at the time, I remember I was, and I was like, yeah, I, you know, like, either I need some direction or just, like, help doing all this stuff. Yeah. So, You'll you'll know when the time comes. Like if yeah. you don't have anything really for anyone to manage, and you're just getting started, you don't need a manager. No, and also depends like what you're looking for out of a management relationship too. Like you're mm-hmm. someone to introduce you to people that you can't reach on your own. Are you looking for help with like admin stuff? Like you know what mm-hmm. what do you need them for? Mm-hmm. For me, it's just like again, like I want to spend more time in the studio and everything else. Like I got to yeah. hand off. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a manager. Great. A manager is not an agent. That's the key thing. Is yeah. that you, somebody who handles like your your day to day businesses exactly. stuff, day-to-day. but you're still finding gigs. Yeah, you know they're not finding gigs for you. You're still finding it. an agent's job is to find gigs. Exactly. That's, that's the difference. Like I still, I I I would say I'm still very much in the driver's seat. Like <laughs> I, I I can't say that I'm just like been like here, Mika, like handle everything. Like every day, it's like him and I talking about things that come through and making decisions. Like together mm-hmm. and sometimes we disagree and sometimes he's like oh i don't think you should take this gig and i'm like oh i think i should because this is this or like yeah, yeah and you just um, have a you conversation know, about it yeah we were talking about like finances like um like a week ago or something and he was like okay how much money do you want to like make to do this like full time and i like said this number and stuff and then he started like planning financially for that mm-hmm. and then we had another meeting and i was like actually Forget the money. Like I, you know, I'm not gonna take as many gigs as I was taking before. Yeah, I'd rather focus on the high quality, high paying gigs than mm-hmm. on like other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have studio time. So I'm like, yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, I'm like you it's know, a balance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, every day stuff comes up and we just have to like hash it out. But like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's still very much me like running the mm-hmm. business and like leading and deciding where I want to go and stuff. But mm-hmm. you know we figure things out together that's good yeah yeah that's a nice collaboration like somebody to sound off on too yeah so i'm sure as you feel kind of i how how i feel it's like i'm kind of doing this all by myself yeah mm-hmm. you know nobody's there pushing me helping me out well, i've obviously we've got tons of friends yeah but like kind of nice you have to handle somebody. your motivation and yeah somebody who has your back as well yeah right yeah exactly sense. yeah just having someone else's like eyes on things has been like really helpful yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah it's always yeah. good to have another even like person's brain looking at something you know? yeah yeah 
yeah, yeah, pick up things you might miss and vice versa. Yeah, lots of things that I miss sometimes. Like it'll be like, hey, you know, you want to spend more money on your marketing? We should apply for grants. We should apply by this deadline for this. And I'm like, oh, right. I'm going to never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really helpful. Yeah. All right, let's go back to producing because I'm really curious about that. So your first one that seemed to have come out, I don't know if you deleted stuff or whatever, <laughs> was 2018 with Shane Patrick Riley and yourself. There was one before that, actually. There was one, there was one called... Oh my God. <laughs> what is it called? It's going to float across the screen right here. Uh, <laughs> forgetting an ex boyfriend's name. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's Emily Happy. No. Uh, it's, oh my God. Every time I hear the music, it makes my body go, ooh. Anyway. Oh, no. Uh, it's, it's, all, it's definitely not in the discography on Spotify. It's, I released it on Westwood okay. on compilation. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it was my very first one. It wasn't a single release, it was on a comp. And maybe like, that's, that's great that they want to take it and they're mm-hmm. going to release it with all these other artists yeah great um so that was the very first one very cool and then the next one was a collab with shane yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i gotta say he did like most of it <laughs> <laughs> you know like i shane, was like i yeah. was like kind of again i was still learning how to produce so yeah i would be like oh i like the space line better or i like this thing. Yeah. you know like you try things and i would kind of yeah. direct yeah so yeah, that that was that's cool. So walk me through kind of your first um like getting a song on the Westwood label too. What was your process and like kind of okay, you've got the finished thing that you're doing. What are your next steps that you're doing in order to get this released? Do you remember? Um, time? really just I mean, I I would work on it and people would help me with it and then I would, you mm-hmm. know, um when it was done, done, like get it mastered. Yeah, like send its people for some feedback and then like be like, all right, now what am I going to do with this? Yeah, um, so this finished like, little project. <laughs> yeah, oh, baby, you don't you want it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like learning the yeah. process of do you want this? Like, yeah. how do I like email a label and be like, hey, like, yeah, do you want my baby? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like my firstborn? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just, I, I guess it, it's really casual actually the way you sign tracks. You just like get the A&R's email or the label's email or whatever and then you just write them a little blurb, say like who you are, what you've been up to, describe the track a little bit. Mm-hmm. Be like, do you want? <laughs> Would you like? <laughs> Would you like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was stoked when they, they were like, okay, yeah, we have a compilation coming out on this day. Like, we'll take mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, oh, I just signed me first. That's that's it. It yeah. doesn't sound that easy, though. You know, it sounds like it, it is make the track casual, and yeah. reach out to them, see who wants it, see who doesn't. Move on yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just kept kind of doing that. Yeah. Releasing more tracks, more tracks and spending time in the studio. Now, one thing that I noticed is your sound changed a lot, too. Yeah. Maybe walk me through that. So what, what, what did you notice? Okay. I want to hear it from someone else's perspective. So in my in my little <clears throat> trip down memory lane, um, <laughs> I, it started out as very, very minimal. Very minimal. Really? Well, especially with this one that you're came out. You're talking about production? Produ- uh, yeah, not the what production. You're no, not, not what you're playing. Oh. How, yeah, the production. Yeah. yeah. So minimal, it was dark, it was moodier, the lyrics were like a little bit far, few and far between. Which one do you think is minimal? <laughs> well, the first, I mean, maybe I'm not using the right yeah, term I've, for it, but I've, it was it was just very simple track. Yeah, because it wasn't too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the 2018. And then as you kind of progressed, the vocals got a little bit longer yeah. and got a little bit more of a chorus in there. You yeah. collabed with Tiny Wings. You yeah. got your... You wrote yeah. Crush, you know? Yeah. And it was kind of getting, like, the vocals were getting lighter, and they, you were using female vocals and a little bit more, like, I don't want to say Tropical House, because that's a stretch, mm-hmm. but, like, a little bit more 
pumping pizzazz in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, more than just a minimal track. Yeah. And then your latest one that come out that came out, listening especially to your 2018 and your this one that just came out, it just night and day of like the production quality yeah. as well, how many layers were in it. Um it so felt good. like a oh yeah. <laughs> It felt like a fully produced and yeah. like well thought of. More cohesive. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like you really, really worked hard on that. Yeah. I mean, when you start, you just, I I found like, I just, as much as I listen to music and can throw a reference track in there, like I, I wouldn't know mm -hmm. what the track needed. Right. I'd be like, yeah. okay, cool. I have a kick. I have a bass line. Sweet. There's this one clap. You know, I just want a hat. We like and that. Like, now what? Yeah. Um. But the more you do it the more you just get these ideas. You're like, oh, I know what I'm going to put here and I'm going to put here. And then you get to a point where you like have a track and you're like, oh, it's missing something. Yeah. And then you know when you find that like one element that changes the track. So for Crush, it was in the breakdown mm -hmm. um, where I had this like, you know, like uh, 808 or whatever baseline come in and I went, I've never done anything like that before. But mm -hmm. I remember working on that and throwing that in there and I was like, oh, okay, now it's done. You know, yeah. like that's the moment of the track. Mm -hmm. um, but when you're starting, you just... You're like, I don't know. I don't know. What do I put? Do I add? Do I take away? <laughs> what do I what do I do? Plus? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But now I'm in a place where again, less is more. Like I had I had like a phase in my production where I was just cluttering the drums and throwing so many loops and stuff at it. And then I'm like, why does it sound like shit? The pizzazz. Yeah. The pizzazz. Yeah, that's not even pizzazz. It's no. just flutter. Yeah. Like it's just like too much. Fair enough. Uh, so now yeah. I'm going backwards. Um, in my production of like the way I write and being like just choose good sounds just mm -hmm. choose like a really good clap, stuff that works really yeah. good hat right. yeah baseline I think you don't need so much more and I'm writing faster music now so the faster it is the less like mm -hmm. of those drum layers that you need mm -hmm. um and now I'm trying to go back to like more minimal mm -hmm. yeah enough. interesting yeah I mean you're always like evolving and changing yeah. and like Every three months, what I'm obsessed with changes. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, all the time. Like, yeah. now I'm trying to write, or I want to write, like, kind of, like, solid grooves. Like, Mike, Michael Beebe type, like, low mm -hmm. end, like, stripped back tech house. Mm -hmm. Who knows in three months, though. How you all feel then. Yeah. 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 Do you remember what was, what was three months ago what you were obsessed with? What have I put out recently? Like It's, uh, well, Tiny Wings, the... Yeah. Pull it all up. Even even that's not even a good example because like that was more, it's lot. more than three months. Like by the time a track comes out, it can be like eight months. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. When you left, crush better. Well, better on. Yeah. So crush, crush worked out really well. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. That one came together so fast, and yeah. I was like, this sounds good. Like the hi hat is good, the clap is good, the bass. Like I'm like, this is what I need to make more of. Yeah. Like, together fast. Like if I can just do more of that. Mm -hmm. But every time I've sat down to write a track like Crush, yeah, it hasn't worked. Yeah. Um, so then I go off on tangents. Like the one I just released, um, the remix, the Robbie Rivera remix, mm -hmm. Get Me Out of Here one. Yeah. That's a very like daytime summery like track with a mm -hmm. guitar in it. And like I wouldn't say that's my sound or like mm -hmm. my style or like, oh, I really want to make that. Yeah. But it was a remix. And when I heard the original, I knew immediately what I didn't like. Yeah. And I knew what I liked. Yeah. Right. I like the vocal. Don't like everything else. Yeah. So. Let's, let's fix it. Yeah. And then, like, for, for a good it, yeah. remix, and I learned this because, um, well, I learned a lot about remixing, but, like, a good remix, like, you, you totally change the vibe 
mm-hmm. of the track. You don't want the remix to sound so much like the original. No, because then they could just listen to the original. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I was like, okay, this is a club banger. How am I going to change it? All right, let's make it like a, a you know daytime summer groover. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first time I entered the 23 by 23 campaign mm-hmm. remix contest. I was mm-hmm. entering... Um, it was a two-room two contest. And um, the problem was I actually really liked the original. Mm. And I couldn't come up with anything unique enough for the remix. And then what I did end up with sounded quite a bit like the original. So it didn't win. Mm. No. Uh, but then yeah. months or a year later, I entered the same like remix contest, but for Desert Hearts. Mm-hmm. And I knew exactly what to do with the track. Because I was mm-hmm. like, again, here's a track, a techno track. Mm-hmm. I really don't like these synths at all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it from this and make it more minimal. And then they really like my spin on it. And I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm getting somewhere with this. Yeah. 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 You won that one. Yeah. I won Contest. One. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. yeah. You sometimes it just clicks for you. Yeah. I, I, I Sometimes that happens for me too. I will, I'll listen to a song. I'll be like, it just, it'd be better like this. And I, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have no idea how to change that. But yeah, but you know, you yeah. know what you like and what you don't yeah. like yeah. right away. And that's yeah. why I like when it, it hits you like that, you got to yeah. act on it. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that goes into your whole sound in general too, because when you first started, it's not too far off. Like you haven't changed your sound drastically to go from like, <laughs> yeah, it's still house music. You haven't gone into like techno or anything yeah. except for at Gore, you yeah. know, in certain circumstances, but, do you notice like a huge difference between when you first started what you love and now what you're kind of what when I'm playing or yeah. what I'm making? Playing. Oh, playing. Yeah. yeah. Like I was playing pretty like poppy house. And like I said, I loved like Baker Matt and like mm-hmm. Duke Dumont and like mm-hmm. very vocally uplifting house music. Mm-hmm. And then my experiences led to my sound changing, right? So like, oh, okay, you're you're booked at Gorg for the first time. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to go listen to a bunch of music that I hear at Gore. Mm-hmm. And then I find within that, like, oh, I really like this song. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, I like the, the tech house, but this kind of tech house. I don't like this tech house. Yeah. So the more, like, environments I was thrown in and the different types of clubs and experiences I was having influenced, you know, my style. Mm-hmm. And it's it's always, like, always evolving. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember when you first got started, it was... um at, uh, G House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and then it moved into like you said that more like vocally. Um, more oh, I remember one conversation we were having. I love G House. I was <laughs> yeah. So so after the Baker Matt yeah. phase, I got really into G House, but G House was on its way out actually. So it was yeah. becoming mm-hmm. bass house. Yes. Right. Uh, like the genre evolved from like yeah. the more old school G House that I liked. Which is like the remixed rap songs and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It was already like the time had passed and yeah. I caught on late and I was like, this is the best. And I was like <laughs> the only person like playing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the genre took a turn to bass house and I was like, I don't mind it. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so from there, and other people, other DJs I knew who were playing G House at the time, like switched into Tech House, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's more like it's a more logical mm-hmm. progression." I yeah, think. I'm like yeah. that. Okay, it's still like dark. It's still got like some like rap vocals with the vocal chops were always doing it for me. Like just like little chops. Of, I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, that." Like you know, yeah, I find or play more of that, and then yeah. because I was playing at Gorg and stuff. I was like, great, this is somewhere I can explore that genre. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's so funny. I forgot about. I used yeah. to wear a, a gas mask and play. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I would. I took yeah. a video, a photo of you, and I think I sent it to you. A yeah, long time it just ago. popped up for me like two days ago on my memories, and I was like, "Oh God!" I used to go like, go to MIA with a gas mask, yeah. play with a gas mask on. Well, I'm Babak was trying to do a G House night, and he yeah. had you go had there a couple few times. I can't remember. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. At, at Aura or whatever it was. Aura, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I forgot about the gas mask thing. I know. <laughs> I had a chapter in my career. You know, we all get there. Yeah. We all start. You gotta somewhere. explore your mask phase, I guess. <laughs> now it's sleep mask. Now it's sleep mask. So hey, yeah. it evolves. It yeah. evolves just like us. Oh, so what yeah. do you say? Oh, and we're done. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> he wants his own mask. That's what's yeah. up. So your sound right now, then, what would? How would you best describe it to someone who has never really listened to the electronic music kind of scene before? That's so hard to. Like, it's a toughie. It's, so it's hard a toughie. to narrow it down. Like, mm -hmm. if I were to explain, like, Tech House to someone or Tech House I like to play, it's, like, mm -hmm. fairly dark, like, focused on the low end. There's, like... It's a very broad genre anyway. Yeah, exactly. Very. Like, it's mostly based on the drums and percussion. Like, now, like, I never have any, like, leads and, like, arcs and, like, melodies in my track ever because... Tracks ever because I'm like, I... First of all, that's, like, what I suck at in the studio yeah so i could just like take that out and like keep the track interesting with percussion like on mm -hmm. um so it's pretty simple it's repetitive um like there's vocal chops um it, it can be very high energy though even though it's simple yeah like yeah i play it i have a great time it's, it's tech house yes yeah. like 130 bpm like yeah 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 um but i honestly can't even like describe my sound because i keep exploring different things so like mm -hmm. In the studio recently, I just did a collab with um, a friend of mine, Atticus. Okay. And that's like a commercial, like, tech house banger. You know, something you'd play at celebrities. Mm -hmm. It's got these, like, synths and, like, playful vocal. And it's, like, you know, driving, like, rolling bass line. So that's one track. Mm -hmm. Then I just finished another one that's uh, really melodic and like kind of soft but it's got like really minimal drums and then it's got the typical female like mm -hmm. vocals yeah it. um but it's also something different than i've ever done before it's like pretty mm -hmm. deep mm -hmm. and then i was working on one today that i started with a little bit of a g house tone to it and then i sat down like literally today and listened to back to what i was working on yesterday and i was like nah scratch that <laughs> and now it's like kind yeah. of like I'm trying to go for like Elro vibes, like okay, like more mm -hmm. percussive and like it's it's still like pretty bouncy. But like, how do you how do you like summarize that in a sound? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm not so far. I haven't found like just like this one sound and like, all my tracks sound the same. Like mm -hmm. elements from mm -hmm. my tracks, and you can notice and be like, I think that's a Sims track, and it, yeah, like the vocal chops or you know long build-ups or like mm -hmm. shane was telling me i have like really good sibs kicks so i'm like that's good to know yeah! that's put, good to know <laughs> yeah put that on t-shirt yeah i want to i want to be kicked by sibs yeah <laughs> <laughs> there gave me some weirdos into that yeah yeah i'm not saying no yeah that's only fans not twitch yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry wrong platform <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I don't know how I haven't found like, oh, this is my sound in every track. I'm gonna make some, I'm still like, yeah, I, all over the place, and that's okay. It's, it's good, like, yeah. it's good to be all over the place. Yeah, like, Dennis Cruz is one of my favorite producers, and like, he's got like some percussive, like, deep 
tech house tracks he's got like high energy ones he's got like some funky ones that i'm like oh this is dennis cruz so mm-hmm. you know whatever floats your boat anything a lot of things float your boat yeah that's a really good question to ask um so we've talked a lot about all the success that you've had and how natural and easy it was for you were there times or kind of talk me through times that you were that things didn't work out that things were harder that it was you did get a roadblock or you got a no when you were really really hoping for one mm. you know and like hoping for a yes like <clears throat> not for a no well hoping yeah. of course <laughs> <Hoping for no. laughs> <laughs> reject me <laughs> it's good for the ego let me yeah. stay home <laughs> let me stay home and sleep <laughs> um, yeah in terms of like nose i think you gotta have like thick skin anyway in this business so like yeah. if you're gonna let a no ruin your life or your week or month don't do this yeah mm-hmm. um i get no i think with everything creative you have to oh, be ready for rejection for sure take it that, take it if that's what you want what's to blame um <laughs> oh i was actually super warm that way oh, there we go sure now <laughs> um perfect like, yeah, I still get, like, rejections from labels. It's fine. Like, it's just mm-hmm. not their sound or it's not there and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have a memorable one or a recent one that was, like, you weren't expecting? No, because I target them pretty well. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think I, like, overreach. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe I should. Sometimes I'm maybe yeah. conservative. But, like, yeah. I feel like I send them well. Mm-hmm. And if, if I get a no from a label, like, there hasn't been something that I've been losing sleep over, like, really. Yeah. Like, I, I hope yeah. they take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they don't, I'm like, hey, fair enough. It's fine. Yeah, it doesn't it. destroy me. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of gigs, too, like, I feel like I've been pretty lucky. I've gotten most of the ones that I wanted. Like, yeah. there was a period where, like, you, obviously you're competing with other, like, local artists and mm-hmm. you get a little jealous that somebody got that direct support gig that you wanted. But, like, yeah. whatever. For the most part, I've done it all, so I can't mm-hmm. hate on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, like, the biggest challenges have been, like, just the lifestyle and, like, burning out mm-hmm. and also, like, um, we're our own worst critics and, like, you know absolutely yep. like i i i'm i'm human like i can struggle with like confidence and self-esteem all the time too and it's, it's like in waves you yep. know so you have to like just you know talk kindly to yourself and like remind yourself you got this and like mm-hmm. it's all about balance right <laughs> it's all about balance 10 percent. another t-shirt for you oh boy yeah. so yeah so like like knowing when like i'm starting to act up because I'm too tired. I'm taking too many gigs. I'm starting to fuck up at my sets. Like I'm like, hey, something's off. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the burnout yes. is real. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's where I've struggled the most. Is like mm-hmm. even this summer. Like you know, everything looks like so great. Like you're touring, you're making it, and people like tell me all the time, I'm so proud of you. Blah, blah. I'm like mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. I'm doing I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't always feel that good in the moment. Yeah, um, like you know, this summer was like great i played shams base coast like was all over the place had my u.s visa and like mm-hmm. loving it don't get me wrong but like the lifestyle is hard so it's the like travels far and everything's yeah yeah like you work so hard to get to that level of this dream and then you're in it and i'm like do i do i like this like yeah. do i like this like yeah. i like yeah. routine i'm an introvert yeah like, mm-hmm. like the, the social side of it kills me yeah because you don't just go and like play a gig like 
you go, you like motor picks you up, you're talking the whole ride, you know, you get to your hotel, then there's like a dinner happening. So you go meet all, all the other DJs and stuff. And you're like socially switched on so long before the show. Then you stick around for other people's sets and then there's an after party. You're just like, like giving. Go, 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 go. And that's yeah. cool. That, that sounds cool if you're doing it like once every three weeks, but if you're doing it twice a week, it's yeah. like, you're not. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There are many, yeah. many, many. Because I'm, a, I'm an introvert, yeah, extrovert, introvert. But you know, I need my recharging time. Yeah, you know, if you yeah. told me, if you like, I see some of the touring schedules. Like you're playing here on Tuesday, then here on Wednesday, and then here on there's Thursday. No, I'm like, oh, there's, there's literally you couldn't pay me to do that. There's yeah. no <laughs> way you could pay me to do that. There's no yeah. amount of money that you could pay me to do that. I'd be like, I'll, I'll play this city this week. Yeah, and, and then, I'll spend and a couple of days there. For a month. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll spend a couple of days there, and then maybe we'll spend another couple of days traveling, and then I'll play next weekend. I'll play like that's as yeah. busy as I'd ever want. Yeah, to be. see, that's yeah. where I want to be. Now. That's, that's as that's busy. Right as now I'm like, be. let's do less, let's yeah. make more music. Let's get to the yeah. level where I can charge a lot of money and do it like a little less often, and yeah. play a couple of really good gigs yeah. in a month, and then I don't need to do all of these like extra yeah. ones running around. Like it sounds like when when people are like, oh yeah, we're playing tonight. And then, you know, you're finished at 3 a.m. And it's like, I got to be on a plane. I got to be on a plane at 8 to be in this next city to do a gig that night. I'm like, it's insane. Are you out of your mind? It's wild. It is. It like, is insane. Hey, is this going to be in first class? So I'm sleeping on the plane? <laughs> no, Am I? It, it, no, exactly. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's like, this better be like, I'm being on a magic carpet for one space or else this is not happening. Yeah. And, and yeah. like half the time, it's not like all those gigs are bangers. Like. Yeah. So I've played gigs where I've gone to other cities and stuff and it's like it, the show doesn't sell well and yeah. like whatever it's an off night or yeah. like mm -hmm. you know it's not the right crowd there's all kinds of factors yeah. and like there's there's yeah there's moments there where I'm like oh my god shoot me I yeah. haven't slept yeah. I have to put on a smile for people and yeah I wants to meet the headliner and look, come to my after party and I'm like oh my god no like, <laughs> <laughs> I am on my last like I have yeah. to, I'm running on fumes yeah so that's hard for me is like figuring out how to do it long term some people have no problem with it they're extroverts yeah. but i'm like 70 yeah. percent introverted 30 percent extrovert mm -hmm. people Absolutely. don't know that yeah people think no you're extroverted you're social you're yeah, it doesn't mean anything no my yeah. perfect week i don't speak to anybody from monday it's to friday i talk week, to yeah. him <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. my my best times are like you know when i had like well the south bad to say but like if I had like COVID and I didn't have to see anybody for like three weeks, I'm thriving. Yeah. <laughs> That's a like great yeah. three weeks. Yeah. Like, you know, great. Just like, charge, don't have to like, thing. please mm -hmm. just no. do my own thing, like make music, you know, rest. And mm -hmm. like, that's, that's. Like, do some writing, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's when I'm like doing my best. So when I'm thrown in this like summer tour, which is why, you know, I barely saw you or barely mm -hmm. saw anybody and nobody. I'm like, yeah. guys, like, this is my busy season. I like I'm literally like flying two cities, two places over the weekend, coming back. I still work a part time job. I was like sitting at my desk on Monday, like everybody else, you know, taking the evenings just yeah. to like catch up on sleep, prepare my music to go to the next place. Mm -hmm. I don't have time for like catch up dates. Yeah, I'm here and come there. I'm like nah, like so, yeah. So I'm starting yeah. to set like a really big boundary like in the summer where I'm like I'm in that mode yeah See you guys <laughs> See yeah. yeah yeah actually yeah. though and i feel like that really does help like it helps those boundaries so in place yeah. too because yeah. i saw you at the end of summer it, well, you were tired absolutely <laughs> you looked a little tired yeah but, like not as tired as previous years you know like i feel like you've done some like pretty intense 
show scheduling back to back to back. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I have one <laughs> nervous breakdown every summer. Like <laughs> last year, it was like yeah. uh, just after the WAMP, which mm-hmm. is like mid August. And this year was, I think, one week earlier. Oh. <laughs> right on time. Well, summer, I think summer started two months early. So yeah, it was like true. April 29th, it was 25 degrees. Out, yeah. So. yeah. So, you know, you just pushing everything. Yeah. yeah. There's always like one day in the, in the summer and it's always like mid-August where I'm like, I've had enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm retired. But I'm, I'm grateful. I'm so happy. This is what I've worked towards. And like, yeah. I don't, like, I, I love what i'm doing yeah, not just a hard lifestyle yeah, yeah. not completing at all like, just a reality all of, you're at the point where you can make it quality over quantity yeah yeah and hopefully just, yeah yeah, yeah. Pick a little bit yeah i mean yeah i still want to tour the world i still mm-hmm. want to do this like you know i'm flying to europe for like you know a show and then back wherever so i have to figure out like yeah. how to make that work yeah um so yeah. yeah. So I guess that does kind of segue into one of our last like questions is what do you see yourself being, being, doing, seeing, playing in the future? What is your ideal? What is your, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do. I mean, I want to do it on like a big scale. Like I want to see the world through music. That's the whole reason. Well, not the whole reason I'm doing it, but like the vision is yeah. to yeah. see the world through house music. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing that because I go to places I never would have been before. Like in Canada, I've been to like the Yukon or like, you know, Winnipeg. Or like yeah. like yeah. all kinds of places that I wouldn't end up in usually if it weren't for like my music career taking me there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to go like just see places of all. Like I really want to go to Australia. Yeah. How yeah. cool would it be if I flew to Australia and a bunch of people were in the crowd singing the yeah. words to my song that I wrote in Canada. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want I want to do it full time globally. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the lifestyle doesn't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now we're here. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of anything. Just get to the private jet light, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Private I, I mean, if you told me like Sign I have to travel up. every day while I'm sleeping in a plane that I can lay down and there's nobody there with a crying yeah. baby and yeah. you know, they serve me food wherever <laughs> I want it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll compromise. Yeah, I can bring him with me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Come on the plane. Come on the plane with us. He's like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> He's an introvert like you. He likes to yeah, he is. he is. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. What a beautiful career, and you're just getting started. Yeah. And we're so excited to grow and flourish and do more things and accomplish more things and put out more music. Maybe there in something? five years, we'll be direct support for her. I'd love to. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. I yeah. think less than five years. <laughs> Seriously, like next year. <laughs> this year. We still got time. Yeah. We still got time. We still got time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there anything that you can tease that's coming out soon or a really good show that you're excited to promote or talk about? Um, um, let me see. So um, the remix contest I won, mm-hmm. the track is coming out on Desert Hearts on October 27th. Twenty-seven. Nice. Mark your calendar. Pre-release is pretty. It's pretty serious in like two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a gig in Saskatoon nice. for Halloween too. Very nice. It's announced yet? Yeah. But, you know, tease. all the teas. It's a little tease. These people are in the know. So yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Yeah, I'm just working on music and trying to sign it for the new year. Mm-hmm. And I've got um. A show at Celebrities, opening for Omnom on the 13th. 
in the 20th um, at Village Studios for Deep Down Inside. Headlining. Headlining. Let's go. It's going to be really busy. Really busy and yeah. now I'm like chill September to just like, yeah, work on music and some yeah. Yeah. I'm relaxed. trying to keep at it before everything starts at the <laughs> Another month of a busy thing. Busy things. and doing October is always a huge party month. November so much. November too. November is always yeah. really busy in the Longer, city. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, October, November, December are very busy, and then January is dead. Crickets. Yeah. 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 January. I'm leaving in town. Yeah. Month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> month. Time. Time to get the hell yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Miami. Yeah, yeah. Oh, again. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff yeah. down in Miami. Miami, yeah. watch out for her. Yeah. She's coming through. Yeah. yeah. Coming through. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah. you. Thank Congrats you on starting your podcast. Oh, yeah. we're doing it. We're out here. We'll all yeah. be out here doing it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you. New for computer, us. a new light. So we're just, right. we're growing in technology Upgrades, and capability. Yeah. Left, yeah. right, and center. Yeah. 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 So, Absolutely. So tune back in is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> for it's so only many getting more, better. So many more artists, so many more things. Yeah. Every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Oh, he thinks you should. Maybe we'll have it. more dogs. Only one Kobe. Yeah. Only one Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. Can't beat him. Can't beat him. Join him. <laughs> so you better join us next Wednesday, That's 7 p.m. <laughs> Nice. on twitch and then it, uh, an episode drops every tuesday uh on youtube and spotify yeah i just discovered that we have a tiny little paywall on old episodes on spotify but you can catch the old episodes on youtube still for free unless you'd like to support us then yeah. you know you can do that too you're welcome to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right that is it thank yeah. you thank yeah. you thank, thank you, you. Thank, thank you for watching yay <laughs> yay yay Oh! <laughs>